Hello everyone, welcome on into this episode of Black Girl Brunch. I'm Iman. And I'm Sabria. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are excited. This is episode 20. Yes. Two zero, nice even number. 420, blaze it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't even believe myself. I know, I looked at you, I was like, Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, we getting it out here, 20 episodes in, and I was say, I hope that we can do 20 more, but I'm hoping that we can do actually way more. Yeah. I'm going to say, okay. a really the low standard. 40. <laughs> 40 episodes. We like, all right, guys, we give up. Thank you. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, thanks for listening to us for these past 20 episodes, and we're definitely excited to keep uh, keep it up. So how was your weekend? My weekend was good it's very busy um at my job um but friday because i count friday as a weekend friday went by fast as hell like i got there next thing i know i was in makeup taking my makeup i'm like oh i like this <laughs> the shake and make of it yes the hustle of it all mm-hmm. oh well my weekend um, was good i count friday as the weekend too because sorry for caressing your hand just yeah, then. Okay. but i count i count friday as the weekend because if you don't count friday then your weekend just becomes a lot more tragic. Yeah, like, It exactly. just becomes a lot more boring. So Friday, I met up with some old friends. Like, one of my friends, we've known each other since kindergarten. And other friends, like, we've known each other since fifth grade. So we just had a chance to, like, you know, get super drunk, celebrate each other. It was a good time. And um, as you could probably hear, I'm still a little stuffed up. So I was just trying to relax for the most mm. part. But yeah, um, over. But you sound way better. Than yes, you did. much better. Um, earlier this week, I actually found out that uh, Black Girl Brunch has got knocked off of Apple Podcasts because <laughs> apparently you can't say skinhead and fuck is on your biscuit. We had curse words in some of the titles of our oh, episodes. Oh, I forgot that was episode called <laughs> "Fuckers." So you got to do F and a star star K. Yeah. Right? You know what? I was so I was so stressed out. I changed it to "What's on your biscuit." So yeah, a lot of our episode names are going to change. We're working with Apple Podcasts to get back on. If you already follow us on Apple Podcasts, you still can listen to us there. Yeah, because it comes up. Yeah, but if for some reason like a new listener wants to find us on Apple Podcasts, you're not going to be able to just listen to us on SoundCloud for right now. But yeah, we're working it out. We're working out with our lawyers. Like I said, (laughs) apparently skinhead is a no. Which f- fucks me up because, like, the president, like you said, he could say all this shit yeah. and still be elected. But without, they didn't even reach out to us and give us a warning email like, sis, don't say skinhead. Like, don't How say is fuck. skinhead a bad word? Like, those are actually a genre. Of yeah, I think that, like, you can't say, like, super, super, like, inflammatory terms in the title and description. You can say whatever you want in the podcast, but in the descriptions. And, like, I had to re-examine all of ours. We had a bunch of curse words. Oh, I forgot. None of the descriptions, the titles, none of that. I forgot we had white bread skinhead. So what did you change that to? White bread. Damn. I know. It was fucked up. I know. That was such a good title. Well, speaking of being censored, I was suspended from Twitter (laughs) for 12 long, grueling hours. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I I got first of all, I was so salty because like I got off of work and like I 
it it's crazy because some people like don't go to sleep when they're on their phone because they're like so hype and I know <clears throat> something with the the light in yeah, your phone the blue light, you, but apparently. it makes me sleepy. So like if I feel like I'm tired but I'm not tired enough to lay down, like I'll just like scroll through Twitter or like I'll be on my phone until I like just fall asleep eventually with it, it in my hand. So I was about to go to bed and I open up Twitter and it's like. My account is no. Actually, when I woke up, okay. I was about to wake up and tweet some bullshit. As <laughs> gonna say, no, 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 your account has been suspended because of a tweet. And I was like, what the fuck did I tweet? Like, what the hell did but tell I tell them what you said? And so Twitter showed me the tweet. <laughs> they said you have to delete it. And if you feel like this is unfair, you can dispute it. I didn't feel like disputing it. Yeah. So I just deleted the tweet. But I tweeted, die carnist scum. Because <laughs> as a joke, like, it was funny. Because there was, like, this white girl who, um, it was a long time ago, who made this video. And she was like, die cis scum. And everybody was, like, making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. So I made, like, a tweet that said, die carnist scum. And people had a problem with that. Like, and they just, I thought. I think it's so funny that you don't understand what the problem is with with saying die, carnage, And I think. You're going to show me what you said like it wasn't nothing. I'm like, maybe she said something about Donald Trump and they deleted it. Then you told me you said die, carnage, scum. I'm like, yeah. I I feel like they had more problem with the word carnage than they did die. (laughs) <laughs> die is what got, and die and scum <laughs> together is nothing but negativity. But also calling somebody a carnis seems like a slur. Like that's my favorite yeah. thing to say to people that like eat meat is to call them a carnis because it's we like, told them to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we learned a lot this weekend we about things learn. we can't say on the internet. <laughs> I thought that I could just take it the limits. There was no limit, but I figured. <laughs> But we found out the limit does exist. Yeah, it does exist. And same with me, because I was like, we don't even curse that much. And then our bio was like, listen to us talk shit every week. <laughs> oh, shit, I, I had forgot to you said it. that. I had to change everything, because we got away with it for, like, a few months. But it was funny, because, like, I was at work, and then, like, you said that, and I just felt like a panty. Like, I felt like, <laughs> like, we don't have an office space, but I felt like we had to go to, like, the like we have to, have to go up. to the, the mothership or wherever. I was stressed out, because I could see that our listenership had went down. But I was like, you know what, though? Uh, If our listenership had went down and I didn't know what the problem was, I'd be worried. But since it went down and I know what the problem is, I'm not worried. Because, like, you know, we have a very loyal following and we'll handle it. I started pleading to Apple earlier. I'm like, we're sorry. (laughs) We won't say skinhead again. In the description. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So moving into our fave four. So this week, since Halloween is coming up, literally next week this time. Spooky. Okay. (laughs) Next week this (laughs) time. Next week this time, we're going to be be shaking in our boots. Um, We decided to talk about our four Fears, and I'm afraid of whatever you just did, Sabrina. What the fuck was that? I was trying to like lighten up the mood. Like you gotta like, all right. If Eric adds some music to it, it would make sense. Like, <laughs> but since it's just you saying, "Ooh, spooky," you know it's sound like a fucking creep. Ooh, spooky. It still sounds like the beginning of like a '70s like, 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 like horror porn. <laughs> horror porn. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking like about. Well, sorry, I'm not. 
that talented. But you know what? Sometimes I have noises playing in my head, and when I say it, it's wrong. Like, yeah, when like, I do that organ noise. <laughs> I really thought I was doing something, but, you know, just add that sound clip in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, please leave it out. But, Let her just say, ooh, spooky. But, <laughs> all right, this week we're talking our four, top four fears. You first. So my four fears are Bugs. Okay. Fucking roaches in particular. <laughs> There's a lot of people in this city classified as roaches. <laughs> it is. And I saw, I will never fucking forget, last summer, they were doing like <laughs> some construction around where I live because they always gentrifying shit. And they were building like this this big ass building and they had to do something with the, um, like the water line. So when you rattle that shit like in sewers, <laughs> like bugs are coming out of nowhere. So you I've never them. seen a roach in my house. Like I'm not even trying to be one of those bitches like I'm clean, blah, blah, blah. but no for real. Like I've never seen a roach yeah. in like my house like ever as long as I've been living here. So last summer, not only was a fucking roach, but this fucking roach had wings. Hell no. When I saw that shit. No, no, no. that bitch you, skipped evolution. They're not supposed to have wings. Right? When, like, but the thing is, it was so hot last summer. Because sometimes when it gets real hot, Out of roaches, necessity, roaches fly. This is why I can't fuck with roaches. They I fucking hate them. They are demons. Let me tell you, you know how in cartoons when people get scared and they turn all white? That happened to me. And usually I, like, stay downstairs. Like, I'll stay downstairs, like, watch TV, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. late night. I took my ass in my room, <laughs> put the blanket on, tucked myself in. It was, like, good fucking night. I couldn't. I could not go on. After that shit, I was fucking shook. And I'm still fucking shook. Today, like, talk. I don't like talking about it in my house because I feel like it's going to manifest. Yeah. So I'm not in my house right now. I can talk about it. But, like, when I'm home, I'm like, don't bring that, that shit up. Happen. It did yeah. not happen. So fucking roaches. That is number one. Number two. Um. Oh, my God. I'm even scared to say this because I'm scared somebody will do it to me. Oh, my God. Just say it. Pull your wig off? No. Oh, sorry. I'm going to fuck. I'll pull that shit off myself. Okay. Um. Number two. Have my acid thrown at me. Wow. That is something. So you think somebody would do that? Like one of our (laughs) listeners would do that to you? I don't fucking know. Listen, my fucking dad is a Scorpio, so I'm scared. I was raised (laughs) with fear. Oh, same. Pisces parents. Yeah, like water sign parents, like they put the element of fear in you. Yeah, that's how they teach you. Yeah, so I teach you. But yeah, I'm so terrified of somebody. Like, I think about that a lot. Like, somebody Is it because of that case with that girl her boyfriend threw at her? That, She's a model. Yeah, Yeah. but I've always, like, that's just something I would think about. Like, I'm so fucking scared of that. Okay. Um, Number three, I'm scared of. Um, I don't know if I can say, no, I can say it. So, it's this, thing called a Harlequin syndrome, I think it's called. When like the like you have a baby and it's like born like it's um look if you to find it, if you Google, you type it in Google and it's like you're misspelling Harlequin, because that's how I found it. I was looking for a Harlequin not not even I wasn't looking for like Harlequin like the DC character. I was looking for Harlequin like the clan, like the people that dress up like you know sophisticated clowns. Mm-hmm. I was looking for that, but I spelt it wrong, and it's like this disorder like that people are 
like babies are born with it and they're like it looks like their skin is on the outside. Oh my god. It's like really scary. It sounds painful. And yeah, and it's something that like can happen. Like they can I don't know if there's anybody that's like actually living with that syndrome. They don't live for probably, a very long yeah. time. But yes, um that is that's my third one. Like, you know, I have like giving birth to like Baby with a thought out baby. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like that was number three. That's very frightening. Yeah, that's very frightening. I think about that. It's a, lot a too. heartbreaking. It is experience. But um, number four, number four would have to be, hmm, dang, I'm not scared of that no more. Um, number four would have to be probably. Being like hungry, like just not having, <laughs> never having things. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Actually, I'll t- no, I'll take that. I'll take that one. Actually, this is a, a real fear, and it's going to happen to me soon because I'm oh turning twenty. <laughs> Such a fucking fat ass. But this is a real fear of mine, and it's going to happen to me soon because I'm turning twenty six. Is being taken off my parents' health insurance. That's a real fear. I think I about hear. that shit I've been and my that. shoulders fucking clink <laughs> thinking about it. Like I am so terrified cuz I'm about I'm about to turn 26 and that's when they're going to get me and I heard that they get you like on your birthday like yeah. no fucking sympathy. Happy birthday sis. So about these packages. So <laughs> Which premium I, you find to pay? So I'm getting that shit and the doctors they will see me from now until fucking March. I'm being all them bitches getting my teeth clean, getting my coochie clean, <laughs> getting my armpits. Yeah, get the whatever. whole, get the whole nine, the man. whole shebang. But yeah, that's my my four fears. I used to be really scared of like in movies when people would hang each other, but I'm not scared of that anymore. Did you know the scene in The Omen where she was like, "It's all for you, Damien," and she fall yeah. off the balcony and uh-huh. hang. That shit used to scare me, but yeah. I'm scared of it no more. Hanging just it just seems like the worst way to die ever. Like literally, yeah. I was in the Grey's Anatomy and they were saying like, after you die, like after your spine breaks and you can't move, you're still feeling pain. You don't die immediately. So there's a few seconds. Yeah, okay, we getting dark this episode, but um, <laughs> my <was> spooky. <laughs> My four fears. The first one is crowds. I don't like being around big groups of people. Oh, yeah, you don't. And it's to the point where I do everything imaginable to get around crowds. I know, because that's what you said. That that was the thing you was most scared about, about going to Beyonce? The, the haunted house. Oh, okay. During Beyonce's concert, like, when I started feeling the concert ending, the only thing I could think about was how the fuck are we going to get out of here? But it was smooth as fuck. That's the but smoothest because, concert I've ever yeah, been Yeah, but of. one time I left a concert thinking it was going to be smooth as that one, and I was, like, sitting, just trying to get out the parking lot for, like, at least an hour, and my anxiety was uh, was taller we than was me. We was out that shit, like, less than two minutes. Yes, but, like, I'm afraid of crowds because I always feel like somebody's going to do something to and me. Crazy. Like, somebody's just going... You know, it all stems from a time where I was in a gym by myself. Um, It was a big crowded gym room, and the lights went out, and this boy punch me in my stomach and oh, I chased yeah. him and I fucked his face oh sorry I, I beat him up and but the problem that really messed with me in crowds ever yeah. since then also I don't like rodents of any kind I, I know like you guinea don't. pigs I don't like <laughs> hamsters I don't like mice and I don't like deer anything furry with beady eyes keep keep it that way Keep it that way. Like, I, I think don't. that's so funny. And I hate that people really misjudge. They're like, but you tall. Like, my my fear for mice has nothing to do with them 
me being taller than them, it has to do with those eyes and that little skin yeah. moving all around. I just don't. It's mess so with funny because it's a guinea, it's a guinea pig and a bunny in my classroom. You know, I hate rabbits too. I know. No, thank you. I don't like any of those jittery beady eyes. You killed my bunny. I didn't kill your bunny. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> oh, oh my god! She goes, I killed her bunny. I'm not a, a, a sociopath. Elon <laughs> killed my bunny, y'all. Tell the truth. You caught. All right. Do you want me to tell the real story? <laughs> no, because that shit, I can laugh at it now. She called me crying <laughs> about this damn bunny, and I thought she was laughing. I was like, what's up, girl? And she was like, no. I was like, oh, okay. He died on my way to school. <laughs> All right, that's terrible. But um, my third fear are, is, are heights. I don't like escalators, oh, yeah. roller coasters. And, yeah, another thing, people think because I'm tall, I can't be afraid of heights. I'm, I'm not 17 feet tall. <laughs> like, I'm not that tall. I'm just taller than most women. That's all. I'm not even taller than most men. I'm just taller than most women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my third, my fourth fear is going to be Republicans, and <laughs> it's obvious why. Like, I yeah. wanted to just say white men in general, but I'm not afraid of all white men. I'm yes. afraid of Republican gun toting. They put the fear of God in me. I feel like defending myself immediately. No, that shit really do scare me though. Yeah, and they're like their foreheads be real shiny. I have and a, they ooh. skin be real pink. Yeah, and they they hate me too. They're afraid of me too. So yeah, that was that's our fave for for this week. Uh, we're moving into our toast for assist segment. This week we're toasting to Issa Rae, obviously because she's just amazing. She's writing. She's in the process of writing her second show for HBO. Yeah, she is hitting it. Bam, yes. bam, bam. and it's like I feel like she's like the shine that rhymes. But for me, because while I love Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, like those shows, like I don't. Really, I don't know. I'm not in Shondaland for some reason. But that being said, I like, I want her to continue to be successful. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel the same way. I've always yeah, felt like the same I'm way. like scandal and stuff. I'll watch it for a little bit, but then a while it gets. It's just not my type of drama. Yeah, and I feel like Issa Rae, like me per se, like as screenwriter, I feel like she's um like setting the like foreground for me to like exactly. come out and Same. I can follow behind her and not be like, afraid to be funny yeah. in an unconventional way because as soon as I say that like I screenwrite the first thing people say is Shonda Rhimes and I'm yeah. like I wouldn't even know how to begin That's to not write my style. like her yeah, it's it not, is my style. not my style yeah. right and then um also, we would like to give a toast to Congress uh, woman Frederica Wilson. Um, you may have heard about her in the news recently. There has been so much, so much, so much drama going on with her. Uh, if you heard about uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, he was recently, you know, killed in combat over in Africa. I forget the name of the country. And I didn't even know the fucking U.S. was over there. Right. But President Trump called his uh, his wife... His pregnant widowed widow, Maisha Johnson, and he just gave a shitty, shitty, shitty sorrow. He was just like, you know what I mean? I guess he knew what he signed up for, but it still hurts. And the girl said that he never even called her husband by his name. It was like he didn't know or he forgot. And the congresswoman was listening to this call because it was on speakerphone while she was, you know, trying to comfort them. And she kind of outed him for just being a shitty person. And she's been getting terrible backlash, death threats. Somebody's been writing on Facebook about how they are trying to hang her. So, it's you know, she's just an auntie. She's like Maxine Waters. And I just want to give a toast to her because it takes a lot to speak up against President Trump because his 
base is so violent and they're so crazy and she'll be bothered by this forever because she was trying to do what she yeah and that's what like that was my whole thing that i was saying and like you know our previous episode when we were talking about the military and stuff i'm like they do not give a shit about black they don't give a shit they don't give a fuck and when i saw that i was like "Mm." yep exactly what the fuck i was talking about he knew exactly what he signed up for. I mean, like, you know, granted, people do know that, but, like, that's they just, just don't see salt. black people mm-hmm. or women or anyone else when they see Hero. If it's not, like, that blue-eyed, like, jacked white man, then they don't see anyone else as a hero. That's who they think about when, they, when they're talking about America. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who sacrifices what. Like, his his... His wife has they're they're gonna have three children together and she's pregnant right now. She just found out that her husband is dead. Just like, girl, please. Like that is I can't imagine what she's going through. So yeah, toast for them. Um, we're gonna move into tea time and we're gonna start off with Blue Ivy, okay? <laughs> so Blue Ivy, I don't know who keeps sneaking these photos, these videos of her and <laughs> it's I probably Miss Tina. Yeah, Miss Tina, I feel like she want, she's so proud of, like, her grandbaby that but she, she just... But she know Beyonce is stiff Yeah, ass. and she just be like... <laughs> she, like, uh, get Darnell from security. She be like, Darnell, do me a favor. Who the fuck is Darnell? I don't know. I just feel like somebody in security name would <laughs> be Darnell. What about Jules? No. I mean, like, security <laughs> working at the venue. Oh. Not their personal be... security. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, like, some Darnell was I just like... I give a... Jules his props. Oh, no. I don't really give him his props for being the best security guard after he let Solange <laughs> fuck Jay-Z up and let that video leak. He could have done better with that. I, just, I don't think security handled it. Videos, yeah. Really? I feel like he should have thought that should have been his next step to think about the cameras. Was he in the shit. elevator? Yes. Oh, he was. She was dancing all around him. And I'm like, oh, you just big. You're not even strong. He probably wanted want another Solange. Or he probably wanted Solange to get some <laughs> hits in. She, he probably was just more so for Jay-Z not to do anything. Not that he would. Yeah. But anyway, somebody keeps leaking footage of Blue Ivy just dancing, killing it, fucking it up. If you have not seen this video, go check it out. It's from Jules' birthday party. And... Blue Ivy unleashed a fury of dabs. Like she did. I'm like, damn, she really hitting them fucking folks. She dabbed, I counted 16 times in a row. And I don't mean like light dabs, like that shit connected. Like she went up and connect back to elbow, like bam, bam. Six, connected. That shit connected. 16 dabs. And it was like six seconds, the video? Yeah. It was like, um, what was it? It was Big Sean bounce back. And how to begin it. I didn't even hear the song. It was like when he first started the song, that five-second chunk. Within that five-second little segment, Blue Ivy managed to knock off 16 <laughs> furious connected dabs. But my thing is, when she dancing, it looks so serious. Like, I get afraid. Yeah. Like, she really looked like she not fucking around. She, and more importantly, she was walking in circles, like, hyping herself yeah. up before I'm she like, did it. I'm like, Beyonce, stop letting her do that. Like, she's too young to be she, Beyonce can't control her. Beyonce, do not control Blue. <laughs> I've been saying, like, from the moment Blue was born, you said it. You was like, she knows things. <laughs> she do know shit. When the moment Blue was born, Sabria was like, this baby knows shit. And I looked at her, and I was like, that's what it is about this baby that I feel so, like, scared. Every I was time so I look at her, scared when she was born. I was shook when Blue Ivy was born. And she came out with her eyebrows already arched. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. okay. That shit was scary. She's a force. 
She's a force. And she she was like walking in circles. She released and Jules was looking like, yo, like she really snapping. On my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> on my birthday. She snapped. She didn't have an audience, nothing. Imagine being that being your little cousin. <laughs> but Jules seemed like he like he loved not being in the spotlight. Yeah. So it'll be perfect. He is so adorable. Oh yeah, he's just a sweet Can't boy. Can't believe he's so big now. Remember he's that? 13. It's it's just crazy. And they they all look just like Miss Tina, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> Talk about a force. Talk about a force, man. Miss Tina, I feel like she's somebody who can discipline you over FaceTime because that <laughs> face right there. And I'm glad none of them look like Maddie ugly ass. That is so weird because I feel like not even Beyonce looks like uh, Matthew knows. I feel like Solange don't look like him. Nothing. Mm-mm. That is weird. They, God must have knew it wasn't no good <laughs> in that man. It was just like skip them jeans. Yeah. Skip them completely. But yeah, uh, Blue Ivy, she's a force. And speaking of another force, you know, Cardi B is just killing things <laughs> recently. And we love her, but we love her offset together mm-hmm. as well. So they scared us this weekend, okay? They had us thinking that they broke up. Yes. I was like, this shit is so abrupt. Like, I was like, what the fuck? But then I looked yeah. on her page and like, Neither one of them had deleted any pictures, so I'm like, this, right, ain't, this real. ain't real. But she was like, fuck it, I'm single. This, that, and the other. Sometimes <laughs> you got to go back to the old you. All, I mean, I just wish that at this point, there's like a handbook of what you do when you break up, all the shit you talk. And I wish we all stopped. Like, it's so bad. It's so, it's so bad to watch. It really I is. I promise you, like, if I finally post, like, my nigga after dating him <laughs> for 15 years, and we break up, I promise you won't hear nothing. Nope. I, I can't. I, I don't say no. I'm just kidding. I might post a little, like, a shady <laughs> I know, because I, po- I posted, like, quotes, and then I posted a caption. I don't know, because like, I, although I'm saying I won't, I'm thinking about somebody hurting my feelings. I'm like, no, I got to I gotta post a meme. <laughs> I got to post a meme, something. Yeah, I did a little something. Yeah, but she was doing the most, is what she I mean. Doing- Especially if she was with she him put- 12 hours later. <laughs> And then she posted, um, like, uh, um, like that, uh, what's that called, boomerang, or her like doing kisses, yeah, and her boobs all out, and then that's what it said, single on it. Yes, and then she was like, y'all, y'all know where she from the Bronx, right? Yeah, y'all know I'm from the Bronx. Sometimes we be snapping. I might have exaggerated <laughs> when I said we broke up. Yes, you she ain't over up, that damn purple blanket. Right, so Cardi has been freaking out because she lost her purple blanket that she loved so much. She's been posting pictures of it. And supposedly, she said the reason why her <laughs> offset got into it is because she felt like he did something to the blanket. Now, that is so funny to me, but That's she so seemed funny. like she crazy enough for that to really have been the root of the argument. Yeah, I really believe that. And I get it because I have a favorite blanket, too. And I'm it's going to be hell to pay if somebody <laughs> touches that blanket. Sometimes my dog will put their paw on it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get off of this. This is mine. <laughs> Completely mine. That's when, like, when you let me, uh, like, wrap myself in that blanket, I'm like, wow, she really trusts me. I know, but I'll be looking at you <laughs> the whole time. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? People are so <laughs> destructive. That's what I've learned. Ever since this one girl ruined my <laughs> Destiny's Child CD, I've not trusted people with my things. So, and also, I'm the oldest. I don't get my own stuff that much. So, oh, that's yeah, why I'm possessive true. over my pink blanket. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I hope that she find that damn blanket, and I hope that she, she did find it. it. She found it. Her dad found it, <laughs> but she called her dad out too. Yeah, she said, "I don't know if it was my dad. <laughs> I don't know if it was somebody who worked for me. 
Somebody better find my damn blanket. And they found it too. Good yeah. for her. So she can shut the hell up about it now. <laughs> All right, so one thing that drove us all crazy last week on the internet was Keisha Kaoris' dress. She looked gorgeous. That was the very ma- I didn't get a chance to see the main event. Yeah, but it's on my DVR. Right, but you know what? At this point, I feel like that you everything you need to know about the wedding you saw from social media, like I've hunted it down. Like I know <laughs> that she had a beautiful silvery sparkly dress, and I know that her waist was cinched. I know that <laughs> of she, course. she had a bouquet made of like diamonds and that they cut the wedding cake with a sword. That was so fucking ridiculous. That was so... But you know what's funny to me? No matter how expensive this wedding is, it still was so hood to me. <laughs> it was. It was really hood. It was so... Hood to me. And uh, what was that wedding? It was like one of the Medea movies. It was just <laughs> like that. Somebody was saying that on uh, Twitter. You know I, that movie uh, where the woman was crying all the time? <laughs> but that's every Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Say something else. <laughs> she had two strand twists. Um, fucking Diary of a Mad Black No, movie? it wasn't it. Is it I Could Do Bad All By Myself? I think uh, yeah, the one t- with the skinny Taraji. woman was getting beat. No, that's a different movie. Anyway, it was a... Oh, shit. It was one where Cecily Tynan came and she cursed the whole family out. It was so much going on in this movie. I think... <laughs> Jennifer Lewis was in there. Damn. I don't know. Oh my God, I just heard somebody else talking about this movie. Now it was bothering me. Blair Underwood was beating his wife. I swear that was um That wasn't Diary of Mad Black Woman. That wasn't Diary of Mad Black Woman. No. Um Cause I see I see well, first of all, I've seen every Tyler Perry movie, and I'm not really proud to say that, but <laughs> the being that it is that I am black. Father, it's just, can you hear me? You said Jordan Underwood? No, Blair Underwood. Oh, Who Blair- the fuck is Jordan Underwood? <laughs> I'm 78. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, shit, what was I saying? It was a wedding in that movie where it was, like, all white, and everybody was like, this is beautiful. And I'm like, this is the tackiest. Medea's family reunion. Yes, was that one, which I understand because it wasn't even about the family reunion as much as it was. <laughs> Boris Kojo had, like, a box lace front on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that one. Yeah, that one is actually one of my favorites. Me and my grandma, we liked that a lot, so... Um, I fucking hate Tyler Berry. I mean, I just... Why this the fuck was there a wedding of... <laughs> this movie because took Blair two Und- hours and 20 minutes. Because <laughs> Blair Underwood and the woman he was abusing was supposed to get married until she said no, and then her sister and Boris Kojo got married instead. Oh, so yeah. So it was that big, big, big gala. And then she was like, I present to you winter in Paris. And somebody said that's what their wedding looked like. And it totally did with their all white. And I'm like, this is, I don't know. For more money, I would expect it for expected the venue to have more character. Yeah, but people like all people like that are into that bling bling blouse. That's shit, all they think. All about. they know is bling bling blouse. It's blouse. like over the top. But me being <laughs> me being like the fucking hippie that I am when I saw that cake, I was like, Do you know how many eggs had to go in there? When I saw them cut that shit with a um sword, I said, This is disrespectful to cake all over the place. That is just too Because much. first of all, like you're not even taking it serious. Cake is for eating. Cake is not it's for fun. fun. It's not for fun. No. Like all that bullshit, all the fucking cake eggs, is not for fun. All those fucking eggs, all that fucking milk Listen, all for, for bullshit. Exactly. Like if you're gonna use all that shit, eat it. And that's why for my wedding, if I have one, because Lord knows I don't know if I want to have a wedding, like, I would just, you know, go get hitched and then come back and have, like, a little party. But anyway, 
I would get a fake, a big fake wedding cake mm-hmm. just for show and then have a damn she cake from O'Terry's in the back. Yeah. Chop that shit up and serve it because I don't play when it comes to cake. I don't care about how it looks. I care about how it and tastes. And why did it have to be that fucking big? He had a sword. He was cutting it with a sword. And it's like, I get that, like, there's a certain amount of overdramatic. Like, I feel like Mariah does overdramatic classy. But I feel I like... I feel like that was overdramatic to the point where I'm like, this is tacky. Like, yeah, also, I was like, I was thinking about, I'm like, this people living in food. that Like, it was so over the top that I was thinking about, I'm like, this is why I hate capitalism. This is why I, I was just, like, going, like, right. I, it was, like, over the top. Because I feel like the over the topness could stop at her dress. Or it could have just been, if you're going to be over the top, be classy with the venue and stuff like that. Yeah, the venue. Because I don't even remember what the venue was I know, but like. you know what? They deserve each other because they, they, they both love the flashy. And it's just nice, like, when you can find somebody that's on the same tip as you. She looked freaking amazing. She, is, she did. And even though I did not think her, her of... I didn't think that dress would be wedding. That looked more like a like a Grammy or Oscar dress to me. Yeah. It still was beautiful. She looked great. She did. Um, and speaking, like, soon as she got married, all these niggas were saying she had kids in Jamaica. And I was like, are you kidding me? She has, I was, like, obsessed with finding the tea out. Because <laughs> I'm like, that is so wild. That is wild. Because why would he, don't Gucci Mane have a kid? Yeah, I think he had, like, two kids. So, like, you bad. Nobody cares if you have kids, especially if they do. Why would you keep them in Jamaica? I'm like, yeah. oh, does she have, like, a complex or something? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was, that's why I was like, I don't really believe this because I'm like, he has kids too, mm-hmm. and I don't feel I don't take her as that type that would like feel like she would have to, you know, be like. I do feel like that if she did have kids, that she would not want to give them attention and stuff. Because like, as flashy as she is, mm-hmm. you never hear anything wild about her, exactly. except for my mom swear that she had like. Men in Dubai taking care of her. My mom, <laughs> the, tell it to my mom. She said that when Gucci, this is my mom. This is what she's saying. She said that when Gucci was in um, jail, that she had men in Dubai taking care of her. Oh, okay. Taking care of her how? Like, like just giving her money. And oh, okay. Stuff like that. That's crazy. That That's is. Wild. But you know what? It is a phenomenon. <laughs> but you know, my mom. That's what she thinks. and Right. I mean, she's she probably got, like, somebody probably told her, like, from Dubai that they saw her. <laughs> you knowing your mom. Like, she probably got, like, a plug. But, um, <laughs> a tea plug. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then this woman went on Instagram and was like, watching my beautiful sister at a wedding I wasn't invited to. And she, Keisha was like, listen, I ain't got no damn kids in Jamaica, and I don't have no sisters. That was so creepy. She That she was wrote, a heartfelt it was Message. a long ass paragraph. It was crazy. So yeah, I appreciate um I appreciate her for just being like, listen, cut it. I don't have no goddamn kids and I don't have no sister. Like a lot of people, they let shit drag for too long. Just shut it down. She shut it down on Twitter with all caps, and that's no. all I want from people. Just say <laughs> no. That's not the truth. And move yeah, on. Exactly. Yep, so yeah, the main event, I'm definitely going to check it out. And we got a whole season of it. Like, the way I thought, like, oh, yeah, yeah, the way I'm planning and stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be decent. All right, so now we're going to talk about Michelle Williams, you know, former Destiny Child uh, member. And here's the thing. When I was a kid, I would participate in a lot of the Kelly Rowland slander because in my mind, Kelly, Kelly Rowland. Rowland slander? I'm sorry, sorry. I'm reading Kelly Rowland's name. 
I love Kelly Rowland. I would Roland. I would participate in a lot of the Michelle Williams slander with her being the weaker link and you know laughing at her when she fell on 106 in part. Yeah. But I always loved the fact that she did a fine bridge. And yes. as I got older, I just realized that some people, everybody cannot be the Beyonce. And everybody don't want to be the Beyonce. And more importantly, when you're in a group with Beyonce, Michelle still is a talented person. Yeah. Like, she still can dance better than all of us. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that she couldn't dance better or sing better and didn't want to be... Well, it's not that she couldn't sing better, because like you can't really judge singing. Like She's a grand singer, and so is Beyonce. But she didn't have the star quality that Beyonce did, and all of a sudden, she was shit anymore. Yeah. Never mind the fact that she's more talented than a lot of these others. Like, she's more talented than Sierra. She can sing better than Rihanna. I mean, who isn't? Yeah, true. But my point is, like, <laughs> nobody gives Sierra... They don't make Sierra feel that much shit. Yeah. And... Oh. Sorry. It was a little horn outside. But, um... <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, Michelle was saying how there became a time where she just felt empty. She felt like shit, and she was, you know, part of this super, super, super successful group, and she still felt crazy. And when she told Matthew knows how she felt, he was, like, pretty much telling her, like, girl, like, cheer up, you know? Just be grateful. And she said she just couldn't cheer up, and she was 25 years old. You got to think about the time. Nobody was calling depression by his name. Yeah. So she said she was at the point where she was suicidal. And don't that just make you feel like shit for all the Michelle jokes mm-hmm. you've ever said? Yeah, because, like, well, when I got older, I, it's like a blog called Poor Michelle, and I didn't yes. think that was funny. No. I didn't think it was funny. I also, I thought the joke got, as soon as... That came out as soon as Keisha Cole thought it was okay for her to come at Michelle. Yeah. I was like, it's over. She's an adult now. The group is over. She's still like, Keisha Cole, really? Keisha, really? Aren't you on that show on VH1? So, like, don't, don't. (laughs) Do not. And, like, shit has been going downhill for you from the moment. <laughs> and you know you cannot sing live, so do not come for Miss Michelle because she can sing live. And Mama grew up in a church. She will blow you away. Yeah. So I just I just hate the, 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 the like, what's going on with Michelle. Like, the 106 and Park jokes and stuff aren't even funny anymore. Yeah, now that I know funny. that she was dealing with that depression, that could have, like, knocked her off her game. Like, she was, she didn't want to be Beyonce. Yeah. And then Kelly went through her own personal hell, too, where she was being abused. And then Beyonce was, like, at the height of her solo career. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just that type of competition amongst girls is so dangerous. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And she just wrote about it, and she was just finally able to talk about it, like, all these years later. So we got we to gotta retire to Michelle jokes. Yeah. I mean, I don't find that stuff, like... Funny anyway. No. And another person who decided to come out and uh, just share a really, really crazy part of their uh, past is Demi Lovato. Yes, that shit. I still be thinking about that. I'm like, holy fucking Toledo. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a chance to see the documentary? I didn't get to see it. It's free? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, I know it's on YouTube. Reached seven but, million views at this point. But I know some stuff like you gotta pay for on um, YouTube. Yeah, because they have YouTube Red. And <laughs> well, my little brother showed it to me, and I know for a fact that nigga ain't paid for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if he can get it, I'm sure you can watch it too. But um, wow, seven million views though. I got a feeling it's free. 
It's got to be free. Or some free. people want that tea so bad that they fucking pay it. That's true, man, because that tea was hot. Because so. honestly, let it be one ninety nine. I'm be like, um, <laughs> put in my fucking card So number. I knew Demi was bipolar. I know she yeah, I knew suffered she with some, uh, you know, eating disorders and stuff like that. And she, I always liked Demi Lovato. Like, I really Oh, had, yeah, I think it is free. I'm looking at it now. I always like, I always like Demi Lovato, right? Yeah, it's Demi Moore that I didn't like. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Demi Lovato, um, she started doing drugs when she was seventeen years old because she got picked on so bad that the girls at her school signed a petition for her to kill herself. That's so fucking crazy, and I know it was a suburban school. Yeah, because y'all do weird shit like that. But here's my thing: you're seventeen on Disney Channel. Oh, my God. First of all, I ain't give a fuck about the niggas I went to school with when I was there. Okay? Yeah, I already my, thought they was fucking, like, I always, scum. I always knew I was better. So, let me... Not that I was better, but that I was, like, on some other shit. Like, whatever. Yeah, like, same. this is not... I'm not here for high I'm school. Like, you bitches eat hot Cheetos for breakfast. Exactly. Like, I understand what you're going through, but I, I have, like, other goals that I need to, you know, accomplish. But she's 17... On Disney Channel, and she's still giving a fuck about these girls. That's how toxic bullying is. She decides to she decides to try Coke and Adderall, and she said the first time she tried drugs, she was in love with them. That is fucking wild. The first, well, the first time I smoked weed, I was sixteen, but I didn't. No, I did love that shit when I first did it, but like that's different. We, I was like, the buck stops here. <laughs> It really sucks. Yeah, but you know, I would drink in high school, but it, the way I would drink was like a grown woman that just got off of work. <laughs> you did. I was like, now that I like actually know you when I first met you, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like if I was like babysitting, I'm like, let me go get, pop this wine open real quick. I would be like 16 just like watching Disney Channel and drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was up with me. I think I just, I was just like, this is, you know, I'm stressed out. This is what stressed out people do. Luckily, I didn't become alcoholic yeah. or anything like that. But, um... Yeah, Demi Lovato says she was on a road to suicide, and I was watching a little clip, and she was talking about how at one point she was like, she took so much pills and so much coke, and she just was laying there. And all of a sudden, she says she started choking on her like own throw-up. And she's like, oh, God, like I'm overdosing. And it was a point where nothing... I just can't... I'm not meshing this with Demi Lovato. That is so crazy how somebody can just create this persona for themselves, and then just people just don't know. Because you know what? She said the whole time she was pre about her sobriety, she was still doing lines. She so she's she was saying like at, like her her managers was like she was just so manipulative and she did not care. She was nasty to work with, and everybody like I feel like especially the black community for some reason we like Demi Lovato. I think it's because she speaks out and she's always rapping and <laughs> stuff like that. Like we just she gets a plate. She's one of those. She's one of those people. <laughs> she, and also like she's not white. Like she I had, is Latina so that helps. I had a moment where I didn't like her because I felt like she was being too jail about something. I don't even remember. Was it about I, her Wilmer Velvet? No I think it was her being so Joe about being curvy I think. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Oh it was body something. positivity? <laughs> but like uh, not on your watch. <laughs> no, we all hate ourselves here. But like I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what it was. And now I'm just like, oh, like I don't care now. But I'm like, I'm glad that she she made it. Cause that's fucking crazy. Yes. That is so fucking wild. I yeah. can't believe that she was 
smacked out. She was smacked out. And she also talked about her relationship with Will Valderrama, which I forgot about that. She was like, I loved him from the first moment. She They started dating when she was 18. Yeah. She was like 29. And she was just like, I still love him and we're just friends. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> Yo, I don't I know don't how to love that. people and just be friends. Maybe I'm not adult enough, but I'm like, no, I love uh, you, my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Your face was so scary. <laughs> But no, you're my for, boyfriend. For real, yeah. You love me, I love you. We just gonna go skating together and date other people. You're my boyfriend. Yeah, I don't I don't get that either. You're my man. But I doubt that they waited till she was 18. I know, because she said she met him when she was 17. But I'm gonna mind my business on that to one. Um, yeah, so I'm happy she's doing better. Like, thank God. I hope she never go down that track again. Cause she sounded like her and death was about to meet real quick, like yeah. real soon. All right, so we're going to move into the second place soup. That's it for tea time this week. Um, So we have someone that I never thought I would talk about ever. <laughs> Hazel E. I know, like... I see uh, her name all the time, and the I'm like... Nope, don't mean anything to me. Doesn't ring a bell. Don't know. All I knew her for was like, one, like a person that looked like Tan Squidward. <laughs> That's all I knew. Yeah. I was like, look at this Tan Squidward. And I think I knew her from, like we were saying earlier, she dated Cat Williams. She dated Cat Williams. And I remember her being, like, because my mom, of course, she watched Love & Hip Hop, but I remember mm-hmm. her being on Love & Hip Hop and her skin, like, was, like, she had bad skin. Yeah. And I'm like, you claim you a get money bitch and stuff and you still having sporadic breakouts. Go to a dermatologist. Like, go to a der- dermatologist, clean your pillowcases, something. Like, there should be no reason that you, an adult with access, is breaking out that visibly or you don't have a foundation to do the job. Like, there is something going on. But the reason why we're talking to her is because she just said terrible things. <laughs> like, there is no... Horrific thing. All right, so let's give you the rundown because we literally just the fuck found out. So, Hazel E is trash and she's <laughs> dating somebody named Rose Burgundy, okay? Now, Whoever apparently, 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 they aren't really together. It's just a big facade for TV because it's not even a fake relationship is going to get you you launched off. Trust me, if a relationship with Cat Williams ain't do it for you, Rose Burgundy definitely isn't. <laughs> but anyway, they're doing their thing. And then somebody named, what was his name again? Something say. Hayonce or something like that. Some uh, a, a gay man came forward and was like, listen, Rose is on the low. I've been messing with Rose for this long and I'm, you know, I'm tired of it. And then <laughs> Just Hilarious, which is the... Uh, comedian that you guys know she's on instagram all the time she started coming to hazel lee and rose um too and i don't know if it's because she's friend with this gay guy or if it's because she just felt like she needed to be in that mix because something within our community we all feel like we have to expose people it's never just not our business yeah i don't don't like exposed culture i don't like exposed culture it's none of your black ass business like mind your business and how is that funny like and guess what? Once you find out that they're out of the closet, what are you going to do? Like, wash, put your cape on and uh, go wipe your hands and go <laughs> solve another mystery? Yeah. Worry about you. Because I'm sure you got a secret, too. Like, yeah, you fucking people, weird of with people, that picture? Yes, people come. <laughs> the picture <laughs> on her side? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's just some bullshit. So... Um, Rose Burgundy, he gets mad about the allegations about him being gay, and he goes on a rant, a tirade, talking about how all gays need to burn in hell. And if the, you know, then Hazel E decides that she wants to repost that, and like, yeah, burn in hell, just like the Bible said. 
Then, if the homophobic comments weren't enough, she posted a picture of Jess Hilarious and was just talking about, you black bee and calling her son, who's a child, gay. And who doesn't know if he's gay or not by now, right at this point? But she said it as a slur. She didn't, you know, you know what way she meant it. Yeah. And then she started talking about how dark-skinned bitches always hating and this her mom always warned her about, they hate you because you pretty and you light-skinned. And I'm like... In what world? Yeah, like you what? look just like Steve Martin to me, and I'm just you know in that movie where Steve Martin had the real big nose. Shit, what was it called? What movie? I was just watching it. Um, I don't know. Steve Martin had a really really big <laughs> nose in this movie, and he it, it looked just like her. And I'm just like, yo, you just are a strange looking person. You look yeah, like a not... big piece of bacon. <laughs> you look terrible. She's not. And cute. this is a classic case of bitches thinking they're cute just because they light skin. It cannot save you. It, it cannot, cannot save you. you. Cause I see some I see some rough looking light skin. I bitches. if you if you are a str- funny looking person, you cannot help that. But the last thing you need to do is have that much confidence, you know, to the point where you want to bring other people down. Yeah. Especially the colorism like type. Yeah. I'm like, who still says that type of shit? Like Exactly. I'm just like when I she said, like when I read it, I couldn't believe it because I'm like, who still has that mentality in the year 2017? Like, who even like looks at that? Like, yeah, like my mom always warned me. Your mom was an asshole too. Like, yeah, that's what your mother was teaching you. Like, she said something. Girls darker than a paper bag always want to hate. Oh, yep, that's what she and said. And I'm like, that is so dirty. <laughs> like, this say girls darker than. Like, there are so many dark-skinned women who just look better than you. Yeah, sense. and I was about to say, and also, if you was that popping because you like skin, what, what about your career? Like, why isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Why isn't it? Why are you known at this point for being the homophobe that looked like, you know, something that was just left out in the sun for too long? Because I thought she was like Rachel Dolezal when I first saw her. <laughs> I thought she was in blackface. She doesn't. Yeah. It's something very off about her complexion. Now, I don't know what it was, what it is, but she's always talking about her glam life, and I'm looking at her wig, and I'm like, what glam life? That shit always stiff. But you know what? Delusional people, you know, <laughs> delusional people, you cannot talk sense And a them. lot of those bitches that's on, like, love and hip-hop and stuff, a lot of them just live in delusion, and they think just because VH1 put that, you know, that light on them and they get talk in the room with their hands yeah. and say the shit. <laughs> Why do these bitches always talk with their hands when the camera's spinning? This little um I hate this shit. Oh my god, especially because if you know anything about production, you know obviously how staged it is. The producer <laughs> so has to sick. ask them a question for them to say that. She's like, How I'm feeling right now is like so and so don't really got my back. Yeah. And they that's be staring. Really they are like <laughs> And another thing, this bitch had a nerve to show up to the party after I gave her an invite. It's What's like, up with that? <laughs> like, shut your dumb ass And it's up, like, please. yeah, why wouldn't somebody show up if they, like, you invited them? Right. Essentially. <laughs> essentially, you invited them. And then the homophobic comments get me because what I don't like is... Bitches like her will bite off of the gay culture. They will bite off the gay slang because we yeah. all do. A lot of the sh- tea time, that all comes from the gay, gay community. Like It all comes from our black gays and pe- um, gays of um, color. Like, please, like that comes from them, the girls, the shade, 
spill it, the read. That yeah. all comes from them. And I guarantee you say all that shit. And you're going to say they're going to burn to hell, go release that weak-ass apology, talking about how this, that, and the other. See, I would be nothing without them. They you're nothing with them. Exactly. And my thing is, also that apology was lame because then you equating them to, like, their all their only worth is to making me look pretty. Yeah, and they 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 don't do that for you. Okay, they don't make you look pretty. They don't lift you up, and they don't like you. No one likes you, and also <laughs> and also I feel like that apology had nothing to do with the fact that you said that they were going to burn in hell, like the Bible says, since you are the spitting image of the Bible. Like, please. Yeah, it's always bitches whose faces look like thumbs that are just so <laughs> rude. And I, it just bothers me. Like, when pe- like I'm not, uh, what's the word? Like, I'm not always about the way people look as far as, like, just, like, if somebody's funny looking. Like, sometimes I'm funny looking, too. Yeah, because I, I, I was just telling my students that. I'm like, we all funny looking. Yeah. If you think about it. But when somebody, like, it's about when somebody says something ugly, then you start to see it. Like, exactly. You start to see, like, oh, yeah, that's, uh. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, but it's something annoying about a bitch who don't got it like that talking like they do. Yeah. She's like, girl, shut up. Just be quiet. And you don't got it like that because you don't know how to, you know, talk. Because you don't. You don't have moxie. Some girls know how to talk. Some girls are beautiful and they still don't got it. So I don't know why you think you got a chance. <laughs> like, Jocelyn is going to be one of the very few ignorant <laughs> girls who thrives on that show. <laughs> like, and just move on. Yeah. So, yeah, I won't ever want to talk about a, a Hazel E ever again. But, like, I just can't stand the colorism. I can't stand the homophobia while simultaneously thriving and biting off of gay culture Mm -hmm. and black uh, viewership. Yep. So go to hell. All right, moving on into the common sense cis segment, we're going to talk about sex work because there is a lot of stigma attached to, you know, strippers, a lot Mm -hmm. of um, the sugar daddies and just it's just so much like mm-hmm. the porn industry and we just kind of we both this is one of those topics where me and Sabria like overall we agree but I thought we thought it'd be interesting if we talked about something we don't necessarily agree identically on yeah and that's interesting as you said the porn industry I I hate porn yeah. I don't like I do not watch it. I can't believe people still do watch it, mm-hmm. but I do not like porn because it is essentially abusive and um a lot of those actors and things like that, like particular women in particular, get treated, you know, terrible. Mm-hmm. So after finding out, you know, shit like that about, you know, that pocket of sex work, like the porn industry, I'm like Fuck, like, how can you, you know, support this and watch this stuff? Even though, right. you know, it is a shame because some people, you know, that's... Their, how they make their living. Yeah, yeah, their bread and butter and stuff like that. It's just, like, I just can't. Like, I'll just be that one person to just sit out. Like, I just can't, you know, support right. that knowing what is going behind, you know, closed doors. Right, it definitely has a misogynistic undertone. Yeah, which mostly all, all sex work. All sex work does, yeah. and that's usually my, like, that's usually my problem with it all is mm-hmm. that it's if it was solely about like the 
uh, the liberation like of women mm-hmm. and just doing what they wanted to do, then I, obviously I would never have a problem with that. Like, but it's always these misogynistic undertones that lead to like subtle abuse within, yeah. you know, porn and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure there are some women who, you know, they're not going to have it. They're their own boss and yeah. they like what they do and that's how they make their bread and mm-hmm. butter. Fine. Like, honestly, I don't... It's not a question of what I would do. If I would do it, it's how do I feel about that person doing it? Fine. Whatever. But then you get into stripping. Cannot... I cannot get upset with a stripper. Like, they are getting up. They're working for it. They work. Like, the, mm-hmm. being a stripper is not easy. Yeah, It's that's not easy not at all. Easy. And then also, you got to, um, I think you got to give some of your money to, like, the club owner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then it's like a hairdresser. The girl. Yeah. Oh, hairdresser. Like, like, you got, you pay for your chair. Yep. Then after you pay for your chair, what's left is yours. Yeah. And that's how that's how it is. But again, with that, there are these undertones and there's just this environment where everybody wants to believe that being a stripper is like what it was like for Cardi B or mm-hmm. what it was like for Amber Rose even, and Black China. But even they, well, not so much Cardi um, B. Yeah, not so much Black China, but like I know Cardi B and, and Amber Rose speak yeah. out about like, you know, things that have happened. You know, when they were stripping, like, I know Cardi B would say, like, you know, I tell these young girls, like, you don't want to do it. Like, don't yeah. do not do that. Like, let that be something that's your last resort. Because I know Cardi, she did it because she got kicked out when she was 18. Because, mm-hmm. you know, her family, her mom is Trinidadian, her dad is Dominican. And I guess she was saying, like, in that culture, it's like, when you turn 18, you got to get out. Uh, or maybe some other things happened, but she turned 18 and she was like, I need some money. And, you know, it's you can't make that much money yeah. working at McDonald's yeah, or something like that. you working at Chick-fil-A and and also, like, like, in New, New York. York. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say in New York. Like, shit is, like, shit cost. Mm-hmm. And so she had to make ends meet and she did what she had to do. Yeah. Right? Who can Who can judge that? But what I'm saying is this idea that, like, the, the glamorized... The, the glamorization that people put on it it bothers me because yeah, no, I, I know for a agree fact with that, I agree that with it's that. not that easy. I know for a fact that there's some sexual assault that happens. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that there are some women who are getting taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that sometimes that don't happen and people are and fine. Like, sometimes it's fetishizing. Like, you know, I was doing the um the financial domination stuff. And the thing is with fin- financial domination, when you are black um, you're a black woman and you're like, you're curvy, You there is a good chance that you can make a lot of money because of the being fetishized because right. usually the tricks will be white <laughs> men. <laughs> there will be white men who are, you know, are fearful of you and you have to instill that fear in them and then, you know, just basically bully them. But it's like black women are stigmatized of yeah. doing those things outside of this world. Yeah, and that's what I, that's where the embar- embarrassment for me comes mm-hmm. in. Like where, like all of a sudden, like let's just say you had a guy that wanted to do like a slave reenactment with mm-hmm. you, a white man who wanted to do a slave reenactment with you in the bedroom, because that's something that he always wanted. Yeah, would I let somebody pay me to do that? Fuck no. It's just certain things where I'm like, I understand. Like, these are what people already think about me. These are like the stereotypes that I'm constantly trying to fight daily. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it for a buck. I feel like they're just, I always say this, like, there are so many side hustles before 
I guess I'm saying this as a privileged person, though. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many side hustles that I would take on before I decided to feed in to men mm-hmm. and their hunger for, yeah. like, women to be less than. Mm-hmm. And the thing, like, a lot of things that, like, well, works for me, reason why that I don't feel, you know, that certain type of way, because, like, it's different with, like, when you are a dom, when you're a dominant person, and it's basically like, even though you're working essentially for the other person, is like you have more control mm-hmm. and you can, like, you could take out that aggression. Like, for instance, like fucking white men, white privileged men in real, my real life, fucking get under my skin. So then you want me, you want to pay me to fucking bully you? Hell yeah. Like, I'll do that. But it's not like, it's not, you know, easy. It is draining. That's why I don't do it often. And like, I'll take a long break to only do it like, you know, certain times because it's very draining. It is very, very draining. And I know a lot of people that don't, you know, constantly do it. They just do it like, you know, sporadically. But even like you were saying, even... In that, you know, that situation, I do have power. It's essentially like I am working for the other person. But I can never do anything where, like, like you said, the slave yeah. reenactment or, like, me be somebody's slave. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. And a lot of that has to do with what turns people on. Like, in that world, like, some people are turned on by being a slave. Yeah. Me, Weirdos. not so fucking much. Like, I'm not, that does not. Been there, done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does not, you know, wet my whistle. Like no. being... <laughs> wrong way to say that. That but was. I was trying to say something else, but I for, get me going. That. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. That does not, because I've seen, you know, black girls profile just like that. Like, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? weirdos? Like, I just, yeah, oh my god, I don't like that. I don't like that that sector of. <laughs> That district. Uh, I don't like that district. I will not go down that, you know. I do not. I don't open that door. I don't, mm-mm. I don't catch that elevator. That is not for me. Um, <laughs> I just look and I scroll and I'll be like, interesting. Judge. I judge and move on. Yeah. Another thing that I thought we should talk about is like the idea of like sugar daddies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So here's my problem with the sugar daddy thing. I am such a proud person. I don't like the idea of like, okay, I'll do this for you and you give me that. I was just like, no. Like, I, I feel like at one point you're going to cut me off or mm-hmm. you're going to disrespect me and I'm going to be afraid to say no because of the income. Mm-hmm. Or, and most importantly, there's something really gross to me about, um, like, as I'm 25 years old and I have nothing to say to a 19-year-old boy. Yeah. If a 19-year-old boy wanted to talk to me, I'd be like, um, yeah, no, try again. Like, date somebody your own age. We have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. So when I find out about these, like, 60-year-old men or 50-something-year-old men, you know, wanting to, you know, just for companionship or whatever the arrangement is, pay girls just for their companionship, I think that that is so creepy. Like, the nature of that is just so weird to me and I think it's like tied into old school perversion mm-hmm. like back in the day when they would just like sell 14 year olds to these 50 year old men who's like wife widowed that it just seems like it's history kind of like it's like the updated like mail ordered bride type mm-hmm. of thing yeah even though there is even though that shook obviously if not 
perfect. The mm-hmm. sugar and stuff like that. Yeah. The only thing that I feel like I don't have such a big problem is because it's two consenting adults. Right. When they are uh, when they are adults, like right. basically, you know, our Legally, age or whatever. Legally, there's nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just Le- thinking about the, the mental, mental state. Yeah, it is. That's something that can't be measured. It's just my opinion. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But why I think it's gross is because they're like, again, R. Kelly. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. There's nothing illegal about it. It's gross. I think it's like that a lot of men being able to sneak around being predators. And I understand that like somebody is getting something, so Mm -hmm. it may not seem like that. But if you have to break it down on a very basic level, what the fuck does a 60-year-old man want like I yeah, just want to know think, I want to I want to explain to me because I like I have talked it's this is it's, it's like kind of funny but like I felt the same way I'm like what the fuck am I going to talk to these guys about whatever but I've talked to like some older men and it just seemed like it's like casual conversation mm-hmm. it didn't seem like they were like older than mm-hmm. me and some of them like don't have kids or like they just like I guess just live they just are just they just have a disposable income and they just want to you know spoil somebody because that makes them feel i guess like a alpha man or, yes, or like that a toxic chi- or that makes it yeah, that makes them or feel that makes, better or that makes them feel like you know i charitable like you know i'm doing something for this young lady whatever but like just give I, it to I, me then I was, <laughs> why i gotta go and talk to your creepy ass then just give me the money because it's really about them exactly but i don't really like for me personally I am not really into that like mm-hmm. um, sugar uh, baby type thing because I have first of all I have a heart I can't stroke that's what I found out like from attempting to like try to do it is like you have to stroke ego mm-hmm. and I'm not good at that me neither like I'm not I'm not a manipulative person either. Right. So you have to, because the people I know who do it successfully, they are not to their friends, but like they're they're good at like being manipulative. Exactly. And, and I like the thing is, I have been had to be manipulative like in workplaces. Like once I saw certain things were working, mm-hmm. and it very it exhausted me, and it made me feel stupid afterwards. Yeah, it is very exhausting. But like I'm not, I definitely cannot mm-hmm. do that. Um, type of thing because like I said I because I, I tried to and I'm like I was trying to think of ways to be manipulative but I'm like I can't do it like yeah. I can't I cannot not tell the truth like right I especially just, just just for no reason too like yeah. okay I'm just gonna lie for no reason and also like the sugar like I started thinking about like how men like like, some men are sugar daddies without their consent. Like, some men, yeah. they think that they're in relationships with, like, this desirable, cute girl that they're supposed They think they're in relationships. They don't understand. It's not an arrangement. They didn't meet on a site. Mm-hmm. And there are just people taking advantage of them. And I, I feel I, like that's corny. It's that's corny. And corny. N- niggas do it, too, when they, like, don't have homes and they be trying Tuh. to, like, move in with girls. Tuh. I just hate that grimy culture where you just trying to stay with people just to get this or just to get a come up. Like, yeah. I, understand it's fucking hard out here like i'm not but saying be, this as a rich I, person but be honest with your intentions that's the thing because that's not that's not sugaring and i feel like people like who say shit like that like you can't even claim yourself to be yeah. a sugar baby because that's the only you're thing, a gold digger yeah exactly the only thing that um that's honest you know really about the sugaring culture is like we all we like you know why i'm here 
Exactly. Like, this is what it is. Like, because mm-hmm. even, because I've never seen another sugar baby's profile, but like on the guy's profile, we read, they would like say exactly what they want. Even when they write messages, they tell you exactly, you know, what's this is this, 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 mm-hmm. you know, or you could say, I'll into this or like, no, yeah. you know, whatever is very, you know, upfront and honest. But yeah, and when you do start dissecting it and start mm-hmm. thinking about stuff like that, it's just like. That's very oh, creepy. Yeah. And but, it's just like, you know what? I'd rather, like, I'm not above a second job and I have one. Like I work full time. I have a second job when I need some money. I just rather do shit on my own time because the first of all, it's, they call it the 1% for a reason. There's only so many people in the world who have enough money to truly spoil you. Yeah. Now, other people, they might give you $50 here or there, $100. That's, you know, there are people with money, but that shit is not worth it, talking to this creepy old nigga that I don't like. Yes, come on, this for man $50, said, like, nigga, something. I can go Uber for an hour to make $50. What did this man say? He said something. He was just giving me all the details and something to give you $100 every two weeks, blah, blah, something like that. And I'm like, I definitely, uh, obviously, I did not um, go into it because mm-hmm. I'm just like, $100 every two weeks? Nigga, I can work at Rite Aid for all day. I'm like, no, fuck out of here. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not hanging out with you for that. Like, no. if you can't, my thing is, that's another thing. So that part, if you can't be that sugar daddy and you a fucking splendid daddy, you do not need to be, <laughs> you do not need to be posing. Exactly. Like, how often is it that girls are like, okay, if you sit on this date with me and let me talk about how I like the bird watch or bake <laughs> pies or whatever the hell else, Weird shit. There are sugar mamas. Creepy though. white people like to do. I know, but I feel like <laughs> it's not as exploitive because of the relationship that like men have with younger women yeah. over time. I feel like it's so much easier to exploit women and there's so much vulnerability there. But um I just feel like unless they're giving you five hundred dollars every two weeks, which most people, even well off people, cannot afford to just give someone five hundred dollars mm. to just, you know, stroke their ego, that's that's very rare. So I feel like why put your all your energy into something that you can only get, like you can penny nickel dime, when you can go work at the bakery at Whole Foods and get the same amount of money every two weeks part-time. But sometimes they be asking with the qualifications... I don't know. I get like I feel like if you if you walk through the mall, you can come out with a part time job. That's true. I but really do. I guess some people just that's they want to do it. They want something easier, and I get that. But I I get that they want that, but I also don't understand how. I also I'm a person that gets annoyed easily. Yeah. So I'm like, why would you rather be annoyed than just go to work and then you can mind your business? Because like, there? but some people don't like they know exactly what they're getting into. And yeah, it doesn't annoy them. Yeah, they're going to get in, you know, this hottest person is going to be. Right. So, you know, just take it easy. If you're thinking about getting into that work, always be safe. Definitely no judgment. If you have any thoughts, hit us up at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Yes, and, you know, download apps to keep yourself safe. Never give nobody your real number. Or your real name. Or your real name. Never give your real number your name. Never give your street address. If somebody, if a daddy... Public places. Public places. And if he asks to see your ID, blank out where you live. Mm Mm-hmm. Spoken from a real one. 
Okay, so that's it for this week's show. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. We might be coming at y'all a little bit early next mm-hmm. week. You never know. Yeah, we'll see what we can do about that because you know we record on Tuesdays, and next Tuesday is Halloween, and you know we gotta yeah. get we gotta get crunk on Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, going trick or treating with my apple head. Yeah, we're no. going with a little no no. <laughs> we're going out trick or treating in white folks' neighborhood. Are we? Yes, going? yes I'm they so get excited. the best candy. Mm-hmm. That's we when sure I do. love white folks. Yes, white people are so generous on Halloween. Yeah, especially when they see a cute little black girl. Because they got they know they gotta make up for. <laughs> What the parents did. Yeah. So, yep. So that's what we're going to do. We hope all y'all have a good week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You'll find me and Sabria's personal stuff there. And I'm back on Twitter. I'm not suspended <laughs> anymore. And I'm not going to say die anymore. Yeah, please don't. Um, also, shout out to my coworker, Katie. Thank you for listening. Gay ass Katie, that's what I call her. Okay. Katie. Thanks, Katie. Um, I don't think I have any shout outs this week. No, I don't have any shout outs this week. But yeah, do just, more stuff, y'all, so we can shout out. Yeah, just thanks everybody. I guess we know I'm gonna give a shout out to Rex again because he is just always tagging us in so much shit. <laughs> he was the one who told me about the uh, Offset and Cardi B thing like first. I got oh, it from really? him first. <laughs> Damn, I was late. <laughs> the first report. Yeah, I got it from him. He sent it to me, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, like, this is crazy. Our so, number one yeah. listener. Shout out to people who just like send us stuff. Like that really makes us so happy. Yeah. And any ideas you have for us, we're definitely into it mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be back on apple podcast free us yes free, free us <laughs> and um put us back we'll let you know but in the meantime just listen to soundcloud if you can't if you're not already subscribed on apple podcast mm-hmm. so yep have a good one we will see you next week bye peace